I'm just going to get my mouth ready. Get your mouth ready. Oh, God. Every week, I think, I'm not going to, I'm doing, going to do the cold open and I'm not going to, I'm not going to immediately despise you as soon as you start doing something. And then you do something. He's double fingering me. At the bird. I'm giving two birds. I'm not double I'd... fingering him. I don't know what you think that is, Eli. Well, you but where double... I come from, a double finger is quite the aggressive yes. act. So what is the bird? Well, everybody's heard about the bird. Everybody's heard about the word. Family guy on their phone. Yeah? They want their joke from like... 20 years ago back. Peanut butter jelly time. No, peanut no. butter jelly time. Peanut butter, peanut butter, up your butter jelly time. Paul. It's all helping very me serious... warm my mouth up. I, I was trying to make a very serious point. Yeah. About what the bird represents. Uh, everyone's heard about the bird. Don't do that. All right. Stop doing what that. What does the bird represent? It's a finger up the arse, isn't it? It's You're saying up yours. No. Yes, it is. I've never in my time said, oh, I'm gonna, I is? gave her the bird last night, for example. Or I gave him or her the no. bird last night. You are next level stupiding this, which is a good way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> so you've just completely just taken the wind out of your own argument by inventing a nonsense word. What is that? What does it represent, the bird? As it's in putting you. the middle finger up. What, what am I saying to you like, when I do... Fuck off. Yes, as in up yours. Yeah, it's, but the... V- it's the finger going up the arse. Everyone knows that's what no, it represents, it's just, a, it's just what's about the two fingers up then. That's uh, that's different. I know, that's meant to... But what's it's that? Like, well, that's the fist. Like we're doing the pump, this what, pump with a sec, the... That, that's a sex act. I'll give you that. But the finger isn't. The, the, the finger the, isn't. The fist and the elbow movement... That's a that's up yours. That no, that's a sex thing. That's a fucking game of the beans <laughs> last night. Suddenly fucking... came alive, ladies and gentlemen. The V's is just like whatever. It's that but victory the... thing, isn't it? It's like a rude victory. It comes. From... It's there's loads of reasons they behind think it. It and might they... have been the archers, don't they? They think that. Not, not the archers. The, the radio show. Did it? Did it? Yeah, they were very rude cast members originally. Do you remember Elbow that was on fire? What was it? <laughs> No, I don't remember whatever it is you've just made up now. No, I, Spanish Archer. It was a TV programme. It was like a cartoon animated detective show. No, it was on like Channel 5 when it first came up and it just don't filled care. out the whole of the runtime. the bird. The bird is not a sex thing. I don't think it's a sex thing. I the think bird it's just means a up, It means up yours. It means finger up your ass. That's why I said double fingering. What does the bird consist of? Well, then you of? just put two fingers up. You know, they've got a... Then no, it's not a bird, is it? Why would got... you use two hands with two Ooh. different fingers to go up the one bungle? You wouldn't. You would you use two one, things in the you, one. You, you wouldn't yeah. fucking do it like you're dancing. You fucking... want this one and that one. You might oh. be dealing with two people. Is that what the thing is? The bird is a, is a dance act now. No. Everybody's heard about the word. The bird. Why do you keep saying word? You can't even do your own jokes. Paul. Welcome to Cheap Show, everybody. No, Welcome no, to... no, no. I've said it now because no. that means the music has have to you, come no. in. Have you? This has been very enlightening for everyone, have but you... not for me. But... I just read the other day. Yeah. With um, the bird, they're changing it to the X now. Oh, the X. Oh, Eli, the... well done. Cheap show, everybody. Cheap show on the hot topic button pressing Ooh. side of things. Oh, you can press mine. Nibble, nibble, nibble. And remember, everybody's heard about the bird. No, we're not putting that. Welcome to cheap no, show. No, I don't. Well, it's tough now. I've said it. I twice. just want to say to everyone, that's not my gag. Your thing with that thing, the Family Guy thing. That's not my gag. That's not the kind of humour I'm into. Hashtag not my gag. Yes. Which you can't I do. I did on. the really topical bit and didn't do anything about the bird. Have you heard? Me, my mow mow. No, cheap show. No, my mow mow. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. 
gonna have to learn to fucking accept. Cheese show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Paul Gannon, that's Eli Sylvan, and this is yet another episode of the Economy Comedy Podcast, Cheap Show, where we go for the bargain bins, the charity shops and pound lands of Great Britain, and we bring back the treasure we find amongst that trash. We do get that treasure amongst the trash, Paul. Yes, hi, Eli Silverman here. The English Stack Exchange website says this about flipping the bird. But where did the bird come from? Thank I'm now you. going to read to you what is okay. said on this what is website. On some website, we'll see if it's correct. You know. It's from the Online Etymology Dictionary. All right. All right. The middle finger held up in a rude gesture, slang derived from the 1860s expression, giving the big bird, to hiss someone like a goose, kept alive in vaudeville slang with a sense of to greet someone with booze, hisses and catcalls. That's from 1922 and transferred in the 1960s to the up yours hand gesture, the rigid finger representing the hypothetical bird to be inserted. Thank you. I think we can all agree I have been... The gesture itself seems to be much older, going back all the way, all the way to Latin bestiali- bestiality. No, bestiary. What's the, be, be, a bestiary is a, a, a list of animals, like a, a, a dictionary of beasts. Which uh, In Cambridge, which describes the middle finger as that by means of which the pursuit of dishonour is indicated. It goes back At a long no way. Point, did, you, did you notice at no point did it mention arseholes, bumholes? Up yours, it said. What does it mean? What is getting up? What of yours do you possess that I could get up with a up, finger pull? Up yours is basically saying, whatever you're saying, I ignore it. You no, come on stage said, and you say, up "What yours. does up mean? And what is something? What am I? What do I possess amongst my many things? A bumhole. <laughs> I possess a bumhole, yeah, you and do. it's mine. Yeah. You say oh, that's your bumhole. This, this is bum mine. Is my that's hole. yours. That bum is yours. That is yours. Hole. What other things that I might possess? Nose. Okay, up your nose. Up yeah. your nose. Or up your ear. You wouldn't or, go up your ear. Or your Only mouth. your nose. So you're saying it's up? It's up your nose. Is or about your pee pee pipe? It said inserted. Your pee pee pipe. Right that up be, the That's sort pipe. of horizontally up your, down yours, round yours. Come round up. You could be here. lifted it up. No, you know what I'm up saying. Up yours. Whoop. Uh, well, let's let the listeners decide for themselves who was uh, on the right side of history there. Up yours. <laughs> I'm double birding you. Reverse skiing. <laughs> Reverse skiing. <laughs> Go uphill. Paul, I'm excited for today's episode. Why? I would like to, I just am. I'm just a normal, cheerful guy. I just like doing things. Oh. Like hanging out. Hanging out with you. All the listeners, I love it. You know what? My bumhole. Well, as I, I, I didn't listen to that. Sorry, <laughs> I really didn't. Um, What's coming up on the show? Today we asking. have a show built by our supporters, and we've had a PO box. To be fair, we've had a few people send us what they call an episode in a box, which is a big box full of things we can't possibly cover in just one episode. Because, Paul, what, how many segments do we do? We've fallen into this format, right? We've got regime. a few segments, but we don't we want do to get two, into... On average, two segments per, per format. We used to do three, didn't we? But then and I, that was too long. And then I said, 
I'm no. going to have a breakdown again. No, no, because no, basically it was like three segments is too many. We keep doing 90 minute episodes. We got rid of one and we're still doing 90 minute odd episodes. I think, you know what I think the actual average episode length is? 100 minutes. It's about one hour 10. Which is hun- no, no, it's 70. not. It's 70. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 110 is, is just short of two hours. I think last week's episode was close to that. Yes. And I didn't think it had a lull in it. Nice sound effects work, bro. Thank you. I quite like my sound effects. Right. Those so- crisps as well. Whew. Worcester. Tato Worcester. I'm they actually were- touching myself through cloth now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's touching his bulbous I just had to cup. have a little cup when I said Worcester. Yeah. He's putting, his-, he's putting his acorn in the egg cup. Worcester flavoured. Woo, scoop it. <laughs> Sorry. I've got nothing. Right, anyway, I've got. But you haven't answered. You haven't g- literally given me enough time to form a sentence before you jump in oh. with what I like to call more <laughs> of Eli's Mad Mouth Hour, shit, isn't it? All right, I'm. St- I'm going to try and cut down on the Mad Mouth Hour this week. Okay. Oh, I, I want to mention this because I keep forgetting every week. I, I did discuss this with you, and we're bringing it up not for this week, but a future week. Is that the Country Urban Noodle Test Lab Kitchen will be getting a name change? Uh, not X, <laughs> but what it will be called is the Country Urban Noodle Test Lab International Cuisine Kitchen, which now means when you spell it out, it says Cuntlick. Cuntlick. So cuntlick, it will be now be doing the Cuntlick section. Therefore, again, building upon the shitification of this dear podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's a shitification. You've just you're um, you're expanding the brand. Shitification. Ooh, shitification. And shitification is what you need. If when you, you want to take an asset and strip it of all its resources. Oh, shitification's what you need. If you want to run a social network. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm fully revved for today's fucking episode in anyway, the box. the point I was trying to make I've before had you a... keep interrupting me is that we've had a few P.O. boxes all sent to us. We're going to be passing them out over the next few weeks. Ooh, it's exciting. And our first one this week, I just grabbed it on the way out the door. It's from Karen, uh, who sent us uh, the breakfast noodles. So I'll read the letter out in the next segment, but we're going to be doing a price of shite and a cheap eats this week. Oh, it you got it. It's your usual, lovely, basic, cheap show content. Uh, you really formula. needed me to interrupt there, and I didn't. No, what it is is I look into your eyes, and it's like it's I know it's like there's a weird thing you do oh. where I, I a sentence comes out like this sentence. I went to the park yesterday and walked the dog, and then I look into your eyes, and it's like oh, walk the park to the dog ass biscuits. It's something like biscuits. you do. Oh look, it's it's, it's Gannon. Everyone, you just saw in the wild one of Gannon's favorite impro words. In Paul's head, when he wants a word that is random... I've got a new one, anyway. He goes for biscuits. I'm, I'm fading Has it out. Has anyone noticed this? I've got another one. Pork chop. It's not. You never say pork I'm, chop. I'm bringing it in. You only say biscuits. Oh, I'm Stuart how, pork chop. How do you think we got the character, Jimmy Biscuits? And because... Jimmy. Jimmy's and biscuits is what this whole show is formed on. <laughs> oh, we saw one in the wild. He said biscuits when he thought, tried to think of a random word. I'll give you a random word. You always do. Villeur. Villeur. That's pretty What's random. that mean? It's a type of material. Oh. Villeur. Villeur. Vel- no, velour. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's, well, then it's not <laughs> fucking wank, wank, biscuit brain, pork chop cunt. <laughs> Paul, I need to say something. You do. Every it, week, I you need do. To, I need to say something. I would something. argue you need to say less. All right, but that less is still something. Less of something is still something. We're not going down to zero words here. <laughs> this is a zero word contract. Am I on a zero word Can contract? Can you please... Whatever it is you want to say, please now say now, it. Paul, 
This is our. We had an episode in a box from Come, Come Tramps for Squeegee. Gas yes, as well. and we've got a few others which we'll get to. At least two more after this. At least two more. And we've still got lots of Karen stuff to get through later for another episode down the line. So are we going to say... Yeah. If you want to send a, an episode in the box, base it around two segments. Maybe yes. one price of shite, one tasting bit. One vinyl like platter, one cheap eats. So it makes one it... soda thing, uh, uh, a tells from the shop. Please, we, it, we really appreciate you sending us content, basically. My flat is drowning in random shit. But event did us an episode in the box as well. Suitcase. That was brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're podding in a box. And we're podding in a cardboard box. And we're podding in a box. That's all he had. I saw him run out there. <laughs> I saw you make the decision of, shall I continue with this? No. <laughs> because there's not much to that song, to be fair. I have something to say, though. And I know I've been building this well, up. Well, it's only been eight minutes, so please get you to it. You say these are episodes in a box. Yeah. I had an episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, for context, he pointed at his bottom. <laughs> just so people know what's going on at this end of the conversation. Because you don't get to see this, and we don't film these bits. There's an episode in my box. In your box, yeah. You had an episode in your box. And I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering, Eli. Just wondering, I'm just wondering if this means, you know, you're, you're bumhole. Yeah. And, and the episode, was that like the screaming shits or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is, your episode in a box is basically just say, I had a... I had a down filthy <laughs> shit. You shat your guts out the other day. Oh, this morning. This Good. morning. Well, well, you're up to date. It's 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 twenty past four, and you're up to date. Now it's time for traffic and travel. Oh, you've started the snot going now. No, I haven't done that. At no point have I done that. You've amused you do yourself this to me. because you said episode in a box to suggest. Having the screaming ab dabs. It's pretty good though, as those things go, isn't it? I had an episode of Box of the Day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pointed at the front part of someone's body. All right. Oh, he's off. Right. Well, now he's off. Well, no, you go do that. We'll just end this segment. It's enough. We've done enough here. I'll right, press the button. All right. We've done enough. Here. Yeah. It's an episode in a box. <laughs> So let's just get into the letter. Hello, Paul and Eli. Karen and Adam here of the Breakfast Noodle fame stroke infamy. They were the ones who sent us that package of... It was an interesting noodles. noodle. Thank you very much. I've still got one left. I gave mine away to a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Did you not keep another one? And he just went, oh, it didn't taste much of anything. I was hoping for like a, a, a I will a say review. this. Okay, I will say this. When we had it on the show, we had a few bites eating and thought, that's all right, actually. It's not too bad. It's not horrible. But when you have one by itself, by the time you get towards the bottom, that syrupy flavour starts becoming more and more prem- pr- yes. uh, prominent. And it's then almost it just... a, an artificial sweetener flavour, Well, it's isn't more it? like it just becomes too much bite after bite to have to take in the bit that, that maple thing. That maple So, mm. yeah, I don't know. But a wonderful curio and not it didn't shit the bed. Please, uh, Nissin, keep making... Or is it Nishin? I don't know. Nissin. Nissin. Keep making funny keep old making noodles. Them. Anyway, they go on to say, I think we've managed to put together a show in a box for you. So there's a load of stuff there. There's a Silverman's Platters, Cheap Eats, Two Prices of Shites. We'll do another one at a later episode. Uh, and, um, Did you say it was Karen and Adam? Yeah. Nice. Karen Adam. Oh, it's her surname is... Yeah. Karen's surname is Adam. Adam, yeah. Right, is this full no, disclosure? No, it's not. You just fucking listen. You just believe anything I say. Well, what then? Karen and Adam. Yes, that's what I thought. Hello, yeah. Adam. Hello, Karen. He, heretofore, he, he hadn't Hello, been mentioned Adam. to me. You only mentioned Karen to me. So, hello, Adam, and hello, Karen. Nice to meet you both. 
Thanks for the noodles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's doing a Weetabix <laughs> impression. Weetabix, yeah. uh, so okay. There's uh, a mix of savoury and sweet. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much for the many, many, many hours of laughs and entertainment. If you ever fancy an excursion to sunny South Wales, we can accommodate you and give you a lift tour of our local charity shops or a lovely walk now. We're all right. Um, <laughs> anyway. No, no desire to go to Wales. Ah. You went to university there. And why would I go back? Yeah. No, it's a lovely part of the world, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm a weird boy. I like I like doing things on my own terms and my own you time. Really do, you know what I mean? You. That's the price of shite. So we've got four snackaroos from Karen and Adam, and we're going to go through them right in the aisle. Which do you want to start with, savoury or sweet? We've got um, we've only got one, one sweet, sweet, so we'll have that for savory. afters. All right, yeah. Let's have the sweet for afters, I and we'll think start with these. We should start with these. This is Lay's sticks, ketchup flavored. Now, what is a stick? I've never seen this. Is so essentially this is the same company as Walkers. Yes. Do they have an, a British market version of these sticks? I don't think so. They must because this. Well, sticks are just like um, well, like chip, not chip sticks. You know the ones we had a few weeks ago, which had the ketchup thin, with them, which you did. Yeah, they had the yeah. ketchup. Okay, so that's these again, yes. but now they're flavoured with ketchup, so you don't have to now pour a. Weird, dodgy, overly sweet sachet of ketchup in a see-through bag of potato chips. It's just a very <laughs> yeah. weird concept. It was a very strange thing, and I didn't eat much of it. But, so yes, now we know from previous episodes, Paul, that on the continent, especially in Middle Europe, uh, tomato ketchup is the dominant flavour for crisps. Ugh, yeah. Ow. Sat on me pretzel bites. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. Uh, no, yes. Tomato ketchup is a big flavour. It, it's the equivalent of our salt and vinegar and uh, and cheese and onion. Our salt? Yes, I have our salt. It was part of the episode I had in my box. And I it have all a crusted pepper- over. I have a- the rim of my arsehole is crusted over with salt crystals. But that's funny because oh, my penis gr- is peppery. So I could be a peppery. You could what? I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> uh, I love tomato flavoured uh, tomato ketchup flavoured crisps I remember they tried to bring them out Heinz did a Walker's, Walker's crossover several years ago I loved those it was a gimmick though wasn't it right no because they had them in the shops for a while here's the thing bollocks to ketchup how about we have like salad cream flavoured crisps or HP sauce flavoured crisps or what other sauces are popular mayo flavoured crisps do we have those I have tasted those because my friend brought back from the Netherlands yeah chips with Mayonnaise, you know the, that that's the way they do. They pour yeah. mayonnaise all over their chips out yeah. there. Famously mentioned in Pulp Fiction, of course. Yeah. There was a crisp they brought back. They went on holiday there, my friends, and they brought back a crisp that was mayo and and chip flavored. So that's weird in two ways because it's a a fried potato which has been flavoured as a fried potato. Yeah, that, weird. We've, we've covered that on the show, didn't we? We had With those the potatoes, roast potato flavored crisp. Which I mean, is I'd the love to weirdest. Get, yeah, it's like saying. I don't know, like banana-flavoured banana sundae. Yes. But these did taste of chips with mayonnaise anyway, on Anyway. So they were a mayo-flavoured. Huff them and, and I, stuff them. Can I just say, I love the idea of a... Uh, HP sauce or No, they have done cream. HP sauce. That Worcester sauce is essentially... It's not, is it? It's not. It's no. a completely different flavour profile. Okay. But I'm, I, I think salad cream is long overdue what for a crisp. What the happening outside? You know what it is? It's the it's the it's what the owner of the flat, the Mike Bat expert. Yeah, he once complained about the noise of helicopters. It's like a holding pattern thing. We're in the, the epicenter. Is it of, traffic police hovering over? Who knows? Or they just come and they hang out here, it's and it's for noisy. hours. Anyway, go on, huff the bag. Sorry, everyone. It's even worse when you're trying to sleep off a drug. Um, 
And they're like, Ooh, and you feel like you're in apocalypse. Now, <laughs> gotta get out of the jungle or whatever. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny. I've never heard Jimmy Savile in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> He's huffing. Oh, I've got a shampoo note. Weird soapy note coming off this. Really? Yeah. I have to have a huff of that. Yeah, I'm and then you got the kind of paprika. It's almost like a, a soap. Oh yeah, you're you right. Know? But then it gets it gets into a spicy sort of re- more recognisable tomato. Uh, oh, I might have to take all my words back about the shape and size of these crisps. They're all like flaky. Ah, uh, they're formed, aren't they? These are slightly different. Yes, they're like those aren't what we what thought are at all. They're like V strips. Yeah, they're kind of unique. They're little. They're formed, so it's reformed potato, and it's sort of in a yeah, a little V, a long V. Strange. Anyway, time to scoff them. Now, having masticated them, do you have a kind of vomity afternote to these? A kind of belly rennet kind of. <laughs> I love it. Tang to it. No, they're a bit smoky up front. It's a paprika smoke, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then the tomato ketchup does come in. But then it's got this kind of bile kind of aftertaste. It kind of evolves into a kind of slightly stomach acidy thing. Do you mean like a, the taste of Parmesan cheese? Yes. Yes. Kind of like that. Yeah, I think there's some of that in there. Yes. But I, I didn't get it as a sort of, didn't make me feel repulsed. I actually could completely demolish that. Even I was thinking, yeah, they're not too bad because it's not like, so like some ketchup crisps or um, flavors like that can be very sharp. They can be very kind of um, like vinegary. Yes. In the and way this that, isn't got any of that. In. You mean like vinegary, like prawn cocktail are? Yeah. That kind of, yes. What the fuck's going on outside? I'm telling you, mate, they literally just hang there for half an hour at least going around in a little tight circle right above my house, essentially. It's never happened when we've recorded before, but no, it does it's happen like sometimes. Fucking, it's like, it's, seriously, it's like there's a war going on outside. Well, or, there is. Well, yeah, man. Tell it to the streets. Tell it to the streets. Tell it to the streets. Tell me I'm the only one. Is it really love or just a game? Tell it to my meats. Hello, sausage. There's a war going on. <laughs> oh, blimey. I can't do this, governor. <laughs> Right, I have zero inspiration. I am Sergeant Bacon. (laughs) Private pork shop at your service. Hello. (laughs) We're going over, boys. Oh, I'll just get me big good mate's banger, uh, steak, uh, mortadella, uh, salami. Don't forget private salami. I said salami just now. I know, I said don't forget him, though. Okay, I won't forget him. Oh, blimey, governor, we're going for the big bush now. I call beef hash. And uh, you'll be seeing that as our new kids TV show, Meat Army, starting next week on CITV. Cheap show, ITV. Illu, illu, illu. That's a policeman. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Sergeant Truncheon. Sarge, no, Sergeant Luncheon's Truncheon. Sergeant Luncheon Truncheon. Would you like to see my Truncheon? My I've luncheon got a spare hammer for you, my love. <laughs> I'm going to thwap out the uh, the sliced roast beef onto the counter. And by that, I mean, get your fanny out and I'll let you oh, off. Oh, I'm private clam. Oh, I'm, I've got a mungy clam. <laughs> okay, so we don't, we're not really you developing. Started, I did you start started. it. I did not. I'm an innocent boy, I am. We need uh, some kind of indication for how much you like those crisps, Paul. Well, let's do it out of five, like you always do. I'll go for a... a Seriously, what the fuck's going on with this country? <laughs> it's been bad round here recently. It's just madness. 
There's the fucking choppers and beep beeps. And I bet happened. any minute a cop car goes by, Nina, 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 They don't say go Nina, Nina. Anyway, anymore. right. They go woo, woo, woo. They don't go Nina, Nina. Anyway, Sergeant Luncheon's Truncheon gets a, a, a 3.75 out of 5 for I'd me. I'd easily go 3.75. Yeah. On the destruction meter, I would destroy. As in, I would eat the lot in one sitting. Yeah. I, I think tomato ketchup flavoured crisps need to make a comeback in this country. Well, they might be. Who knows? Who knows when a trend will catch fire? There'll be a TikTok about it, won't there? The ketchup crisp challenge, where you'll be like, oh, what's better, a potato chip that f- smells of ketchup or a, a plain crisp with a dollop of ketchup on? I've made the test. Do you think? I'm, um, I'm, I'm, oh, I like it. I'm, 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 what? Oh, I like it. I don't understand. Um, what um, you're um, do you never know that woman that was on... The Twitter all last week because like everyone's going oh, what's boo, all that boo 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 um, yum yum I like it whatever we could you do that, say Paul we I could do know. that we could, I don't know I, you said like people pay to use quotes I thought and I didn't would... understand what it was I thought they were really actually computer generated things yeah no someone is just running yeah you no, see what was, I mean as a, a real stream. human being but she was basically just bopping along and saying things that people wanted her to but say on someone cues. actually just build a, an, an actual non-player character yeah but the, the people don't want that because it's a real human being and they're manipulating her to do what they want and she gets paid for the opportunity it's to do so I... it's we hob dog job you like it I don't know what she says <laughs> I don't know don't we don't want to get into that shit next we're going to do a twofer we have uh, pretzel pieces which we've had on the show before various disguises Geysers. Geysers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh, I don't it's know. salt and vinegar. Oh, no, it's really Pretzel Pete. Oh, oh Pretzel Pete. You fuck disguiser. Yeah, came in dressed like a chub of Pringles. Chub, a chub of Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the magic. Yeah, that's an episode of The Box, isn't it? <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking of putting my penis into a Pringle box oh, now. Oh, mate, I've got a chub of Pringles coming on. <laughs> right, sorry, everybody. Excuse me, sir. Can you put on baggier pants? I can see your chub of Pringles. Ah, <laughs> right. oh, brilliant. Right, so okay. there are two pretzel pieces. We've had different types on the show before. We've got, we've got one pack called Pretzel Pete Buffalo Blue and one called Crack Craxel. C-R-A-C-K-Z-E-L. Yes, Kraxels. I think these are Hungarian or Polish. I've had these before. Okay. These are croutons, essentially, right? They look like pretzel pieces, but effectively... But oh, no, have... you might be right. But these are garlic bread. Garlic bla- bread-flavoured croutons. They also do. I can't read We've this. We've had similar stuff before. I literally have got to the point in my life where I can't read this packaging now. Can you read what those two other flavour things are? I haven't brought my glasses. God, we're getting old. No, it's kind of dingy in here. Yeah, but also that's small though, right? That's small. Packaging is getting smaller in general, right? Okay, you got honey mustard. Honey mustard. Onion. Onion. Honey mustard onion. Oh, like standard, yeah. And And what? Wasabi. Oh, slightly less standard. No, but I think we've had something like that before in the past. Maybe they these are these are pretzel pieces. You're right because they say pretzel pieces. But this brand, oh no, it's not this brand. I'm just mistaken. This is a totally new uh, brand to me. Okay. Um, Paul, can we just give a little bit of background about pretzel pieces? The original company was Snyder's, right? Are they? Oh yes. You know that for a fact. It's big in the states. They do were... you know that for a fact that they were the first company to do pretzel? I pieces? I do not, but I think right, they were the but... first to sell them in this country at least. Okay. And they were over in America earlier this decade, basically. Yeah. You get the jalapeno one, and you get 
honey mustard. Your but standards. the best one that they ever did was the ranch. buffalo buffalo wings. Yeah, which they discontinued here. They had hot um, and a sour. Well, these and, are buffalo blue. Yes. Do you reckon so these are going to be similar? Yeah. Hopefully, these are. They're definitely my favourite flavour of of pretzel piece of all time. Oh, fuck the Snyder. Me. It's got vinegary hit on the nuff nuff. Yeah. No, this smells like I've opened a tin of paint. I'm going to take a pretzel piece out and they're coated and dusted in this That's stuff. That's like a buffalo wing. That's the yeah, point. but they seem to be a classier make. These are Snyder are classier Mate, make. smell that. Bobby's do these now. Yeah. Bobby's are all right. Those. Yeah, we've yeah, had them on the right. show. Those are good value, aren't they? Oh. You see what I see? It's like, it's like acrylic paint. Sort of cardboardy. Yeah. Anyway, let's bite them because that's where the truth is. So it looked like you liked them, judging by your facial expressions, but I never know with you. I did like them. Yes. Um, I didn't. They take there wasn't enough flavour to it. What flavour was there felt really synthetic and like off. To me, they're a lovely balance between chilly heat. There's a heat there. True, and but is a, it meant and to? And there's a tartness, like a tarky or something. There's that sort of... But is it meant to? That citric acid sort of hit. Um, yes, that's what Buffalo Wings... What's Buffalo Blue? Blue is the blue cheese. And that's the tang. Yeah? Yeah, there is no blue cheese. Oh, there was a cheese note as well. I noticed a cheese note. That's what Not they're very, trying to do. I don't think that's a very... I think the other one we had was far more flavourful and just better Because that was just produced. a buffalo wing flavour rather than... This is trying to combine the wing with the dip in one in So one buffalo flavor. wings are notoriously hot. Is that, is that the thing? No, not notoriously hot. Buffalo... What does buffalo mean? It is a sauce consisting of spicy with vinegar, essentially. And it, was so it... they are both those things. A proper buffalo wing would be both tart and have some chilli heat as well, which I think that manages. And there's a cheese note as well. So I could pick out all three things. Yeah, I got that. I just thought the overall flavour wasn't particularly impressive. If, if anything, it tasted too synthetic for me to enjoy. There is a slight cardboardy uh, uh, syntheticness, but I, I enjoyed, I have to say. I would give that a two out of five. I would go for a 3.5 out of 5 right, on that we'll one. go on to the other one. These are the Crackzels. Pretzel piece. Garlic bread. Garlic bread. What's the knife on that? Smells like garlic bread. That's nice. I love the smell of garlic bread. It depends on the mood. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'm going to be sick in my mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's because You're not sometimes... You're a big garlic fan. No, I am. But sometimes, if I'm not in the right mood... I don't know. It's, it's a bit gross. I can't I'm explain getting, it. I'm getting um, it's almost soap again here. It's not a very strong garlic odour. No, it's not a strong garlic odor, but it's there. To me, this have got more of an artificial even than those first ones. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyway, time to eat these and find out. Now, Paul, were you getting a sort of piney, almost rosemary sort of oregano-y thing? There was elements of that in there, but for me, it was kind of like a sweet garlic creme kind of thing. <laughs> what? Creme is a perfectly fine word. <laughs> it's not. It's perfectly what fine. What on earth do you mean by a creme? What is a here, here like, a, a... like a sweet syrup, like a condensed flavoured syrup. Okay, fine. I mean, I can make... I, I, do you want me to go further with the I creme analogy? Creme, I don't think creme has a, a I think that a, a was definition. a nice garlicky creme. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, they were distinctly underpowered and almost uh, hinting into a sort of floral herbiness which almost I found cheesy almost... as well and there's a cheesiness there definitely an unwanted cheesiness <laughs> you know like your bell ending oh. <laughs> <laughs> like your bell end before it quiveringly <laughs> approaches a lady's opening and right before you insert yourself oh, within her she gets me? a big set snuff of gorgonzola come her way <laughs> gorgonzola guff your fucking penis tip looks like a dog eating custard <laughs> I don't know why you're cracking me up. 
weird. I'm loving all these crisps and you're cracking me up. Right. On to dessert. On to dessert. Let's do... I go, no, wait. We haven't rated these. I would give the Petzl Preet... The Petzl... say Petzl... What did I say for that? I didn't say anything. Oh, we didn't say, but we have said the garlic, haven't we? No, we're going to do that both right now. Let's do it now, yeah. So, Pretzel Pete, Buffalo Blue, what would you give it out of five? I'd say it's a solid 3.5 for me. For me, I would just go three. Okay. Being kind. Because I I could demolish that bag. You could, okay. But I wouldn't particularly... Right. I think I would prefer the other ones that we had all those years ago. They were just... They were so fucking smash it in my mouth, Moorish. The Buffalo, the Snyders. Yeah. 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 They've got a real tang. It's a bit like those pickled uh, onion-flavoured walkers. They had a real sharp tang. Balanced, though, you know? Mm-hmm. I want some power for my crisp yeah. flavours, you know? Some proper presence. I, I want length. I want that flavour to not, like, disappear the mm. minute the crisp's gone. Mm. I want there to be a bit of lingering Yes, acetate. not much length on either of these pretzel piece products. No, we call that an Eli Silverman, don't we? Why? Because I've got a tiny cock. Is yeah. that what you're saying? You I don't have, have a much small length. Dick. Yeah. I have what? It's yeah. always been fine for me. It's always That's because been... you've got tiny hands. It's always been fine for, for people I've had relations with. No, it hasn't. You ask them right now and they'll be all like, they'd shrug their shoulders. What do you think of Eli's penis? Nah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What do you think of it? Yeah. It's always been fine for me and, uh, you know, people don't complain. Don't Just you complaints. and your crow. Me and my crow's beak. Um, That's not making it in, everyone. It might have done. I don't know. <laughs> Until we get here. Until we get... I might have left it in. Let's pursue my did. I would like a mark... From you for the garlic bread pretzel pieces. Oh, well. made by Craxer. Craxel. Craxel. Uh, Craxel. Yeah, weird name. I don't like it. Uh, I would probably give those 2.5. I would go, yeah, a 2.5 for those. Fine. You'd eat them. But I don't think I'd ever buy a bag again off the back of that. They weren't as nice as the Buffalo Blues, were they? No. No. There you go. We're going to move on to our final piece. Nom, 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 nom. Num, dessert. Num, 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 dessert. Yes. Karen and Adam have sent us dessert, and these are Tango Blue Raz Bonbons. But what's this? Blue Balls. No, he's no, he can't bring him back because he's part of the whole universe thing. I'll do what the no. fuck I like, won't I? Juicy Captain Jeremy has Blue Balls. Who are I've come out of Aiden since our last adventure on the Cheap Show podcast. Who are Ask him questions. Get him involved. Hello, Captain. Oh, hello there, Eli. My favourite of the cheap show hosts. So, You're my favourite. are. Thank you. That's nice of you to say. You're, you know what? The reason why I like you so much is when my balls are bluest and bulgiest and at their most explosive, I think of you and the pain subsides. So what are Because I, I have me blue balls, don't I? That's my gimmick. We've got some sweets you might want to try, so hang out. For Why? Because he's got your namesake. Let's have a look. Oh, blue balls. You think that's funny, do you? Do you think that's funny? Arr, do you think that's funny? I thought you're going to was... pop my blue balls in your mouth, are you? Yes. That's the joke, is it? That's the joke, You yeah. thought it'd be funny to have me come along and make fun of my medical condition I didn't... just so you could have some bonbons, do you? Is that a reason? I didn't invite you. I think Paul sprang this on me. I'm sorry. I thought it'd be a nice surprise for did him to pop by. Did you book him on Hermes? Yeah. What did you get him to deliver? Bag of eggs. Oh, a bag of eggs. A bag of eggs. One old, of those bag of old eggs. Old Mrs. O'Grady in Hammersmith. Oh, you are Mrs. O'Grady. No. Shh, I'm not. What does she look like? Perhaps... No, she's an old lady. She's well, in her 70s. That will, perhaps that will help Captain with his... Are you into that? Oh, I don't know. I've never really thought about geriatrics. Well, wow. maybe it's, you've got to look down all these an- avenues to help. 
Or do you think I should? Do you have, do you have any websites you could recommend with old people doing that? Yes, doing uh, that. I've heard just Quar. through a friend. Yeah, uh, Grand Flange. Grand Flange. Oh, 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 gone. Oh no, you set him off. And there's also Jerry Hattrick. Is it Harry Hattrick? What's ha- that? Harry Hattrick, Jerry Hattrick. <laughs> oh, are we going to that one later? Uh, of course. There's always, you know, you can get on the M25. Yeah. Uh, I think it's exit 15 or something. Yeah, You've sweet. got uh, Big Ron's Dog Fuck Farm. Oh, I don't do that no more. I went there once. It's been oh, yeah? let down. Just what? the one dog. They've only got the one dog. Only got the one dog. And I don't think it was a dog. What was it? I don't know. It looked like a small man when they put a mask on him. Because he because he would go woof woof. But he wasn't he wasn't like a bar. He was just a man saying woof woof. He was dressed in brown. And you didn't achieve ejaculation then? No, I can't. No, I can't do it. Now... What about your crew, though? Don't you have some kind of loyalty to them? They're out there on the high seas without Oh, aye, they're looking after the boat. Yeah, no, they're doing that, but they're just doing office party uh, stuff out there now. Office party yeah, stuff. Po- office comes over, land on the boat. They get to be pirates for a day. Ah. And then they go home and they've got a team building exercise. That's I see. Right. That's, you've got That's a what lot I've of... got that going on. Captain Blue Bull's office uh, building uh, work. That's what it's called, is it? No, I didn't work <laughs> on that. You sprang it on me, didn't you? <laughs> Captain, if you want to, tr- we I have to get on with this podcast and try these uh, these sweets. Oh, all right. Okay. Did so you have a bucket of cold water? Go in the ante room. There's all sorts of stuff there. They've just, you know, it's basic. Oh, there's a little bucket of water there. I'm just gonna put me big old balls in it. Ooh, they may be blue, but they're red hot in temperature. Oh, oh hell yeah. They really are oh. steaming up. Oh, I can't. There's steam filling the whole of. <coughs> Mate, close the oh. door. Oh, close the door. There's a tang. There's a tang of the ocean on that steam. Yeah. That's right. It's a seaweedy, oh, saltwater tang. I call it fruit of the loom. <laughs> close the door. This is the longest improvisation we've done in years. It's good, isn't it? It's our no. best. I'll be cutting most of it out, to be fair. All Let's... the stuff about running over kids, that's gone. Blue um, Raz. Of course, Tango, get on the, the new thing, and it's Blue Raz. Yeah, but this is some old bullshit company. Oh, it's even a company called Rose Sweets. Oh, and so... they've bought the Tango license because when I think of Tango, I as a soft drink company, I think of Blue Raspberry bonbons, don't you? What has happened to Tango? Because they seem to be selling their... Uh, license to loads of stuff like this now. Yeah, but it's like Vimto and and uh, slush puppies. And yeah, but just... Coca Cola don't do that, do they? Coca Cola don't need to. When you think about it, isn't Tango like owned by one of these Pepsi Co or Coke or something? Tango maybe. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. It's just a it's just a UK thing, Tango, isn't it? Oh, it's Unilever. Unilever. They're huge. Obviously, they. Make... Oh no, sorry. I take it back. Britvic. Right. What? Well, they're huge, aren't they? I don't know because Britvic used to be like the fruit Schweppes juice people. Is Britvic as well, isn't it? I I believe. <sighs> Yeah, I think they're a big sort of... Uh, the thing is, we know what these are going to taste like just by looking at them. You know what I mean? I'm hoping they have quite a, a, a bit of a sherbet fizz to them, Paul. They won't, it's, Oh, it says tongue painter. Uh, do you know what, they, what bugs me about this? That is not a, that's not a feature. That, that's a glitch. What they've done is they've gone, the fucking chemicals we use in this... Make your mouth blue. Blue. But let's make it a little bit of fun. Children it, like that. I guess so. Tango is going with its whole sort of slightly dangerous... Uh, image which it had since those famous ads you've been tangoed yeah that 90s edgelordy shit they were doing which was somewhat similar to uh, the way that uh, pot noodle marketed themselves because that was the lad culture of the 90s it wasn't was. it in a nutshell yeah. right this is a very sorry bonbon but it's a blue bonbon you did you know get a, a nif naff naff on the bonbons get the nif naff naff it's not there. much no it's a bit of a sugar much. smell 
There's a little oh, bit. Oh, I'm getting a quite a strong blue Raz flavour. Yeah, but it. there's also a kind of weird paint smell again. Yes, underneath it all, there is the paint smell. But I do like that smell of blue Raz. I have to say. Yeah, it's kind blue of familiar. Raz, whatever. All right, well, let's pop a blue let's, ball in our mouth. Don't bonbons usually have a sort of toffee centre, harder toffee centre? Ah, uh, I think that depends on the company. Maybe I don't know, but they I've, were so unremarkable. They were extremely middle of the road. It's just this dense, we chewy. Had, they were almost identical to the slush puppy ones. Maybe they're manufactured in the same company. Probably. Uh, There's probably a great big fucking shitty big factory chuffing them out. Now, do yeah. they... Yes, they've painted your tongue, Paul. Oh, yeah, and yours. Yeah, yeah, there you go. blue. So that's what it says on the I packet. I see you like to chew on the uh, west side of your mouth. I do, because I've got a tooth missing on the other side. Oh, oh, there you go, because I noticed... That your tongue gave it away. There's all yes, blue on one all side. On side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was my tongue? No, you've got quite centered. Yeah, nice all spread. Your, all your teeth are working there. You can, yeah, I can usually get a nice spread on my tongue. I shouldn't favour it so much because it just means these. The other get... side will rot as well. Uh, it's yeah. all going to rot, isn't it's it? Tough times. And then we'll die. Yeah, well, hopefully with a little bit. We of luck. seem to be able to mention that every week these days. It's getting closer, isn't it? I mean, this is a diary of our march towards death. This podcast. Isn't oh, it? good. I'm glad the tone's been lifted though in the last few moments. Oh, it's because the fucking bonbons were so. The mate, one of the most underwhelming things we've ever done. Yeah, one out of five for me for the bonbon. Sorry. One. I, I the would, smell was nicer than the taste. And you wouldn't want to eat any more than one or two of them before going, bin. Yeah. The going in the bin. Yeah, terrible things. What a horrible thing. And Tango shouldn't do that because Tango, I quite liked their Soft orange drink. soda. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like Tango back in the day. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to get bonbons, would you get one bag of one flavour of bonbons? Or would you rather have a nice mix? I would have a mix, yeah. You know what I mean? There's a the police. I was right, though, yeah, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah. And it was a woo-woo. It was a woo-woo rather and than not a nana. Mima. Mima nina. Well. No, but Paul. Yeah. Um, oh, we're done here. Yeah. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So. That was that with us. Well, thank you for our cheap eats. But let's take a quick break. And we're going to come back with a, hopefully more exciting, a priso de shite. A priso de shite de shite. Why, Eli, what time is it? A prick a prick a pronty price to shite. A prick a prick a pronty price to shite. A prick a prick a pronty price to shite. So it's the fucking price of shite. And that's right. Thank you. Much and better. it is time for the price of shite, the world famous game that Eli and I play week in, week out, where we find, in some cases, items in a charity shop, and the other person has to guess them based on. The quality of said item. And can I ask a question, Paul? Why, of course you can, good friend. I wonder who will be precise on the night for the price of shite. Well, let's find out. Who will be most precise on the night let's for the price of shite? Gonna, is it going to be Paul Gannon? Or me, Eli Silverman? We're gonna, we just don't know until we start the game. Pricka, pricka, pronti, price, price of shite. shite. So this is a price of shite, and that's right, from Karen and Adam. Um, it says it's from various charity shops in South Wales. Okay. Nice, like like a little back, background, little bit background there, Paul. Nice. We're going to get two betwings for getting the price on the nose. Now, a betwing is what we call in this podcast a point. A point is a betwing, and a betwing is a point. But points are meaningless. Betwings are the thing. Betwings, I enfold them in my golden So, wing. if we get the price exactly right, we're going to get two betwings. If we get the price within 25p, either way, the correct price, well, that's only one betwing, but it's just as valid a betwing. I mean, these are the most betwings you get are when are those ones, aren't they? They're by and large. Yeah, by and large. They're more common betwings. They're yeah. easier betwings. They're, the, they're what makes this game. They're pendable. Solid good old-fashioned British betwing. <laughs> right. Um, however, there is a wild card. Oh, I love it. One item of these five 
was free. Ah, uh, again, this. So we're going to have to find which of these is an item of free purchase. Which costs nothing. Is which costs nothing. The, what is the word? Oh, free sequence. purchase. We live oh, in a world of no, free No one's purchase. ever said that. I no just one. said it. Yes, but um, no one knows what point, you mean. Someone has to say a phrase. That becomes common parlance well, later I, on. I, so I, that was a free purchase. I will bet you £100. Yeah, that what? That doesn't become a thing that a lot of people say. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to become a thing. I'm just saying all common parlances start with someone saying a thing which catches on. Yeah. Like up yours. Like bum bum finger. Bum bum finger, bum bum finger. Here he comes, he will not linger. Bum bum finger. Who's that man? Who is he over there? Bum bum finger. He's coming over closer. Oh, beware. It's bum bum finger. Hello, I'm bum bum finger. What do you do if you don't know what he's going to do to you if you bend up with your bot? Bop, bop, bum, bum, finger, man. He's coming in to get I, your gland. I think we should start Bum, again. bum, finger. Bum, bum, finger. Don't bend down when he's around. You'll find his finger. Touch the ground. It's bum, bum, finger. Bum, bum, finger. What does he do if you linger? All you'll feel is frosty finger. Bum, bum, finger. <laughs> Bum, hello, bum, hello, finger. hello. I'm looking for a, a a certain gentleman in this establishment. I will have a... Uh, uh, yeah, don't know you mean, mate. Well, I would like a drink first. Uh, are, you, are you on duty, sir? Well, I might be. I'm just making well, then some Then I won't serve you a drink, will I, Gav? Well, you have to. Well, I won't, because you I'm could an be officer on, of the law. Yeah, I'm breaking the law I'm, if I serve I you a drink. Also, I'll have half a, half a Guinness, and I, I noticed on the... Uh, I don't have anywhere called half a Guinness. I've noticed on the uh, chalkboard your specials. Yeah. Uh, some nice dishes there, but yeah. I think I will. <laughs> oh, no, he's lost it. I don't know what he's doing, by the way. I'm trying to go along with this. But... I think I will like uh, a, a plate of number three Irish stew. Oh, we can have. We haven't got any Irish stew. Irish stew's off. Have you dropped a penny on the floor? Just there. Well, I don't believe I bend, have. Bend down. I think you've dropped a quid. Oh, it's a quid. Pick that up. It's a quid. It's oh, yours. Oh, it's a quid then. What? Bum bum finger, oh. he strikes again. Bum bum finger. God damn you, bum bum finger. Whether you're a criminal or cop, he'll put his finger up your butt. It's bum bum finger. Bum bum finger. Oh, naughty bum bum fingers come to town. I'm Henry Bixon of the squad. <laughs> bum bum finger. Bum bum finger and him are enemies. They, yes, they are. Yes, of course. Yeah, Gav, you know. Oh, bum bum finger, that's my name. Or is it? I don't know. I'm just a bloke. I thought you were the bartender. Yeah, I'm not bum bum finger at all, mate. Okay, I'm not, good. I'll ooh, have I'm not bum bum finger at all, mate. Oh, no. I'm not bum bum finger. Bum bum finger. Bum bum finger. And it was at that point that Paul and Eli realised they couldn't go on with the podcast anymore. Goodbye. Five minutes. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Five items. Here's the first. Say what you see. Okay, Paul. First item on the price of shite. This is an item I've seen many in many guises, many moons, uh, in many charity shops. This yeah. is a this is a staple of charity shops because it's use. It's a useless thing. Is it though? Yeah, I could see old people using it if they have bad hands. No, because you have giant face cards for people who have got bad sight. No, but normal, for, for normal size hands. Like, have you, you know, seen... arthritis or something. Maybe they need bigger cards for that. Anyway, these are jumbo can, playing can you, cards. Can you imagine the cruelty of forcing an old person with arthritis to shuffle a pack of cards? You wouldn't. You'd get them a, one of those electronic shufflers. Yeah. Don't try to laugh over the phrase electronic <laughs> shuffler. <laughs> I am electronic shuffler. <laughs> 
Oh, can I put you in my pants? <laughs> bum bum finger. He's back. So yeah, it's a big pack of jumbo playing cards, everybody. Quite nice clown on a ball. It's one of those um, weird design, balls. which yeah. is obviously the back of the card design. Or you could play a uh, play your oh, card right with the back them. of the card. That's disappointing. No, it's much more standard sort of standard. Is there a, is there a, is there a, is is there a phrase for that kind of design on the back of a playing card? Because you know they all have that kind of look. I'm sure there is. That yeah. symmetrical. Well, it's to pattern. It's so that you can't distinguish them. It has to be symmetrical if you think about it. Yeah, no, of course. Well, it's better yeah, because yeah. you can see which way up a card is. So they're symmetrical in every way cards, aren't they? You've got the king's head on both ends. Of yeah, the no, that's the, that's the idea, isn't and it? Yeah. We, we all know how cards work, but Eli. But did you know that it was only invented, the innovation of putting the, the rank in the corner of the card Yeah, was only invented in the late 1800s. For poker. And they were called... Yes, yeah, so that you didn't have to expose the whole of you your card. You could squeeze up the corner. corner. yeah. And they were known as squeezers. Oh. Yes. So they were invented. Before that, you just had... There was no number on the card. You just had the pips. Oh, so, okay. So it was all by sight. Yeah. How funny. And how difficult would that be? Okay, so why would pips? you use a big jumbo card? What you, you wouldn't. It it's for? a pure novelty item. Oh, okay. Maybe at a kid's party or if you're doing a TV show or something. I don't but, know. Eli, what is the price of these jumbo playing cards? Mm. Now, they're from charity shops in, in South Wales. We haven't been given a ceiling or any structure There's to no, the building. I've looked. There is no ceiling. Okay. Did we all... We never really played it with a ceiling in the before in the past, but I think it's because we knew the prices because we were buying them. We a lot used to more play it with a window, didn't we? Yeah. You insisted on a window, and then a ceiling makes more sense. A ceiling is a bit better. Or at than least a window. the foundation. Any analogy works in that instance. So a how floor. much? It's a floor. Do you want me to it? guess first? If you'd like to go first, Paul, I'll go yeah. first. Please. I'm going to go ahead and say that those things, by and large, when I've seen them on sale, go for like one pound or one fifty. I'm going to split the difference and say one twenty-five on 125 those. One twenty-five because twenty-five is the magic number. What you'll notice, yes. listener, is that a lot of our guesses will be multiples of 25. And that is because of that rule we mentioned before. Those common betweens you get for being 25p either side. And also, you don't tend to get complicated prices in charity shops. It's not like you're going to get 3 99 or 2 75 They tend to be one quid, 50, two pound 50, five. But I happen to have inside knowledge of certain charity shops do use the 99p tactic. Oh, okay. Okay. I've, I've never really come across that, but I'm sure it's there. They do sometimes. And sometimes uh, in smaller sort of chains of charity shops, you just get weird prices, don't you? Yeah, weird. But again, depends on where you go and what it is. So I'm going to say 125 You're for the You're saying 125 yeah. for the giant playing cards, yes? They're quite nice. Uh, not much use. You though. can pretend to be Bruce Forsyth and play play your cards, right? You could do that, but there's not much else, is there? Because if you're on a, you know, if you're trying to play a game of cards on a train, they're no use. Or maybe they are for smaller children to play card games with yeah. of some sort. That that would work for kids, little kids who have trouble gripping the smaller yeah, cards. Something yeah, something like that. You're saying one pound twenty-five. What are you going to say? You're going to up it or down it? <sighs> I'm going to down it. I think it's more likely to be a quid or even less than a quid. I had this figure come to mind. 75p okay. came to my mind. All right, put it in. 75p is being locked in as I bring up the second item. And this second item is a card game again, but this is called Bally. B-A-L-I. Is it solitaire Bally. or a crossword puzzle or a card game? Bally. Bally. The ultimate card stroke word game. Fiercely competitive action for one, two, three, or four players. The object to create words of three or more letters for maximum point totals this is very similar to a lot of other games i've seen in terms of that play structure it kind of feels like it's boggle meets solid banana grams kind of is thing. similar as well isn't it it's i like, do like banana grams oh i like this 
I like this. I like the item. design of it. It's got this nice 70s brown, made by Aladdin, apparently. Uh, barley, are they a big company, Aladdin? I, put, I don't know. It's just on the side. It says Aladdin Barley. Oh, this is quite nice. It's a lovely little thing. Again, reeks of 70s. Everything's bronze and brown in its design. Again, pictures on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Oh, this has got nice. It's got the, the rules in there with it. I think it looks complete. And yeah, it does. Two packs worth. Is that a blank? Um, I, me I and my friend may play this. Okay, cool. My friend likes card games, Paul, and uh, he likes checking out card games. This seems like a nice one. What, what's on the other side? Because on the back, obviously, you've got this weird... What is that It's artwork? like It's Balinese, isn't it? But you know what it looks like to me when I look at that figure? It looks like Easter Island, that kind of Easter no. Island sculpture sort of thing. Head. Think Stormtrooper and then look at it. Wow. See what I mean? It looks like a Star Wars Stormtrooper. It's supposed to be sort of Balinese indigenous art, isn't it? Which is fine. I mean, I don't, it's weird, it's isn't like it? It's like tiki or something. Yeah, it's but a that's bit weird because yeah. this is obviously a Western invention, this card game. It look, must be. And yet they've given it like an exotic name to make it sound, what, older or... Like, it has a bigger lineage it's or something? It's just exoticism, isn't it? It's making it exotic. It's exactly like Tiki, you know. There was a lot of that in the 70s, though, where a lot of very boring things were given very exciting, extravagant, exotic names. Yeah. It looks very basic. Like, cards have a letter in either corner. Yeah. Again, they've gone to... Ni- it's a nice design. Is that a V or an A? That's a V. What's the three for? I guess that's the point you get for using the word. Yeah, some word. of them don't have, though. See, that has U, U. but no number on it. It's only got Probably because it's a vowel, so they're going to be commonly used. Maybe. I'd have to read the rules. But yeah, but I have to go. say, that is, for me, I like these sort of things. That is a nice item. It's yeah. not for me, but I, I like its um, heritage. Yeah, it's got a nice kitschy design thing, and obviously you wouldn't go for that now because they call it cultural appropriation. And indeed it is in a way. But... I guess, but it's also kind of like ignorantly so so even if you didn't care about it you'd just go oh fancy game of bali 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 um what it might be is it could be based on some kind of game that someone saw when they were a tourist in bali what do you think often often they have that kind of origin don't they someone finds something when they're abroad and then they try and sort of uh bring it a western thing you know a western version but how much do i think it costs how much do you think it costs I think it's quite unusual. I think it could be... There are different rules for one, two or three player versions, which is like, something in it. I'm going to say pound fifty. All right. Whereas, weirdly, my brain's gone the opposite direction and I'm going to say like I'm going to say 90p. Oh, you've gone cheaper. I didn't think... I thought you were going to go more expensive than me. No, maybe. I think for some reason that seems it could be a cheap sell. I'm going to say 90p. 90p for you, Paul. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to item number three, please. So this is something that's quite pretty to look at. It's a puzzle. It comes in a box. But I have the horrible feeling that if you try to undo this to get the puzzle elements working, it would become a living fucking nightmare. It would all go in the bin pretty quickly. No, I've had one before and they're cool. I've done it before. Have you? Yeah. Tell them what it is. It is called a cyclone puzzle. Into the mic as well. Which a is cyclone good. puzzle. And it is sort of a modular three-dimensional puzzle um, with all these um, exact same pieces that have little hinges almost. Pieces of plastic. They're uh, thin strips flexible, of plastic. Flexible, flexible plastic with hinges built in that interlock and join well, into a, a, well, a ball shape, essentially. Well, imagine like the letter I in italics and like that's what the strips look like. A big, thick I. And they all form together to form a kind of orb. You're right. And I don't know, for me, the minute that comes apart is the minute I lose interest in it. I like the way it looks as is. It's got an obdeja sort of... Uh, Objet jar, ob- objet d'art, objet d'art sort I mean, of vibe, uh, for sure. D'art. And I like uh, sort of abstract things like this. It's very light. Things. It's very nice. It's 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 adorable. But now, without taking it apart, it becomes. It's pointless. not really a puzzle. No, I mean it is. 
because the puzzle is how does that all fucking stick together and how do you how do you have the patience There's and tolerance? There's a skill to it, isn't there? Obviously, I wouldn't have the tolerance for that. I really wouldn't. I'd get upset trying to hold it half together while I put another slip in. You know what I mean? It's. I annoying. have to say this and the barley quite nice above the rim sort of uh, items from Karen. It's very much a nineties kind of men's kind or. It's a puzzle, but it's also verging into an executive toy or like you say, an object R. Jigsaw. It's like a kind of 3D jigsaw thing as well. All the pieces are the same. What it is, though, weirdly, I just don't find it satisfying as a puzzle or a piece of art, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting because some of these hinges have more pieces on them, more interlocking elements than others. And then it's figuring out how all that sticks together. I don't know, funny. Seems like a waste of the planet's resources, that, frankly. Sort of, yeah. You know? Sort of, yeah. It's not not, uh, bad looking. I've seen... Lampshades that are almost constructed exactly like this. If like the lampshade looks like that, fucking spot on, yeah. excellent. Maybe you could put a little fairy light in it and dangle it. Ooh, you project. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah, make a little fairy I've light. Got some fairy lights in the house of pickles. Well, let's see if we can do that at a later date. Not now. <laughs> okay, fine. I right. wasn't going to say now. How much is it? Your turn to it's go your first. Turn. Or mine? Oh, ooh. Ooh, I don't know about this the cyclone puzzle because it looks nineties or certainly early two thousands. Uh, this is a tough one. They I'm, say on the pack, just to, sorry, they say it's difficult. Yeah, so it is, it, it's fiddly, it's dexterous, yeah, isn't it? I'm not going to take it apart no, and try it. Bollocks to that. I'm going to say 175 Ooh, for that. it's going higher, a lot higher than the barley cards. Because I think the... people just look at it as cards and they want to get rid of it, whereas that I think people think is a classier product. Yeah, yeah. And so £1.75 is, really? is classy. Ah, now I'm gonna... In charity shop parlance. Is he going to go higher or lower? I'm going to say two quid for that, I think. Okay. I'm going to say two quid. I'm going to say two quid for that, Paul. All right, fair enough. I, I nearly went with two quid myself, but I thought I'd nip it in the bud. Well, now this one, though, this item I think is more for me. It's the kind of thing that tickles Paul Gannon's tonsils. It's How a, does it do that? By shoving it, itself you into shove your it mouth. in and you just go like that and, and then you your shake tonsils it get tickled. I mean, I don't have any tonsils, actually. They got taken, taken out. out when I was yeah. 14. You could still tickle them if you had them in a box somewhere. I could. Oh, you could do it remotely because you could have some kind of phone device next to your uh, amputated tonsils. Anyway, guess what? I don't have them, so it doesn't matter. We can move and on then from go, this tonsil. You could have a little toy. app on your phone, tickle tonsils, and then across the world, no, your tonsils what I would have would be tickled. Is if I had my tonsils taken out, I would have. You did. I know. But if, if I kept, kept them, them. Yeah. Like, because sometimes they give you a little vial, don't Why they? Why do I call them tonsils? It's one thing, isn't it? Tonsil. It's one It's one dick no, shape. That's, no, that's not the one you're thinking of. That's, that's not your tonsil. Uvalo or whatever. It's your uvaluvula. The tonsil at the side of your throat. Ah. Yeah, see, no, uvula is what you're thinking of. Uvaluvula, uvaluva. Um, so show us what you fucking know about the inside of your gob, right? Um, what was I going to say? Shut up, you prick! <laughs> put me off. What are we talking about? I don't know. Oh no, I would get my tonsils and put it in one of those Tommy water toys, so I could just press the button and, and squirt them out and float around. It be... Put it in Pac Man's mouth. You'd have to preserve them with some kind of rubberization project. You'd have to, well, maybe just put like some kind of vinegar or something. No, in it. They, a bar, I mean, they're embalming go... a Tommy water embalming fluid. To- Tommy tonsil embalming game. Yeah, you got to get the to- tonsils, press the button, and squirt it into... into some bloke's gob. Why would you squirt your own tonsils into someone else's because mouth? They, they need their tonsils. It makes much more sense to me to have a little bum hole that you can fire the tonsils in. Oh, we always return to the bum hole. We always return to the bum hole. It's a place where the toffee is born. A lovely brown loaf. It drops out your both. Both. It drops out my both, Paul. I am, Just stop. I, Eli, I am very sorry for I that. I know. It's Next fine. item. 
is this. It's a games-to-go thing. So it's one of those big board games shrunk down to a little plastic travel size one. And this one's a Parker game called Payday. Have we played that before? We haven't. And I, we could. Maybe not right now. But this is basically a board game where... So I'll just read what it says on the back of the it box. It sounds to me, without knowing, uh, like a Monopoly sort of variation type game. Ish. I don't. Even, I haven't looked at this yet. Actually, I've. Oh, it's a nice little travel, um, little plastic case, case which is the board as well. With it's these things, these travel versions. Well, it's actually quite cheap when you open it up because I think. See here, the board game part is just this plastic, ah, plastic sheet, sheet, and then that. Oh, goes that is quite cheap. Yeah. On there, that's and a bit it's all crap. been rumpled, doesn't it? You need to iron that to get it to work. Cause yeah, it's all crumpled up. It's not really, but it's not really lovingly Can I have a put look together. At it, what? Well, one sec. Because effectively, I think it's just like you've got to go round and round and round and round the ball. But every time you keep making money, there are days when it's like, bills, pay this. Like Monopoly. Rent, pay that. It's Monopoly. No, but there's no investment or building of assets or mortgages okay. and stuff. It's, it's basically make money, lose money, make money, lose money. So it's game. sort of a simplified Monopoly, if that's even possible. It's, uh, more, like game of, it's more like game of life, I okay. would argue. Um, so it says here, where does all the money go? Play this classic game and you'll soon find out. Journey through the calendar, because the board game is made up to look like a kind of I calendar. They're all dates, board. yeah. And fly for the calendar and see how far your salary stretches. Play as many months as you want, but be careful as your look can, be, can change in any day. You can face a mammoth bill or be celebrating a big lottery win, all in the same week. Collect your pay at the end of every month and don't let it slip away. Take out loans, invest deals, do whatever it takes to manage your money. The winner is the player with the most money or the least debt by the end of the game. Now, I've said this before, board games built around financial securities always fucking bore the shit out of also, me. Also, there's something sort of distasteful about it, you know? It sort of fetches... I don't know why... It's almost like fetishizing the, the rat race, the, the grind of having to... You know, but to have me, this extends to things like... It's like saying it's funny, isn't it, the way we all are wage slaves? Yeah. You know? Isn't it's it like, funny that the daily, monthly grind... And you never have enough, you know? Yeah. Except... And why would you... If you had a job, a day job, why would you want to play this? It just reminds you. But this is, again, this weird thing within gaming full stop. Monopoly, a game about fucking managing properties and rent and getting a monopoly on Which something. Which was invented as an anti-landlord yeah. satirical game that yeah. was meant to be yeah. a protest almost against um, landlordism or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got like games like Payday. There have been other Monopoly-type spin-off games. Even a game that I love, actually, called Go For Broke. Well, that's like... Um, it's Bruce, the opposite of this. That's like, like Brewster's Millions, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, here's to... a mill. First person to lose a mill wins. That, and we that played is kind that. of fun. We played that. Very early days, yeah, yeah. we did. Um, so I don't know about this. It, it, we haven't played it. We don't know. It might be more fun in practice. But right now, it's like, do I really want to play a game where every step of the way I'm reminded about my financial insecurities yeah. and problems? No. I mean, no, not really. It's like when people play... The Sims on computers, I like, why would you come home from a day at work and then log on and play a game where you play a boring person in a flat who has a job and has to have relationships? It's, it's just I, weird to I me. I don't think it's that. I think it's the sort of voyeurism and the sort of being able to be God. That well, the, the God to Sims people. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, all those kind of like Sim you, City and stuff. Ah, but in Sims, you are just... You are God as well. All those games are yeah. kind of like you are God. You build a world, you deal... You I think deal it's with... more about the control than just sort of reliving your... your you're the dreary maybe reality. It's, still, it's for me. It's like I want my board games and games to be as as much escapism as possible from uh, reality. I mean, I've been really enjoying uh, Super Mario 3D World on the, my Switch Lite, and that's it's like being in control of a little cartoon. That's what that's what I like about it. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of fun. I don't want to very... play a game. I don't want to turn on my Switch and play Financial Management Diary Land 3D. Okay. Woohoo! 
you're in debt. I have to. Um... It's a mortgage. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, very good. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I'll have to. Um, Who's going first with the my, price? Me. All right. Um, this is the last item, isn't it? No, no, it's not. One more. One of these is free. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get you to that forgot. at the end. Oh, so we should guess a price. I think we, what we should do is get through all of it and then stop and then go through a price and pick one of ours to take out. As okay. Free. All right. Good. Good idea, Paul. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say for this quid on the nose. I'm desperate for betweens. I think I've lost both last um, games to you. Yeah. I don't know. It's all nebulous, mate. What pick a price quick? I'm saying quid on the nose because that often is one of the prices. Oh. You can you can choose the same price as me. I'm going to say two quid. But it's unplayable. I mean, anyway. it's not unplayable. It's, it's just whether you want to play it. No, look at the the board. It's all crumpled. It won't sit still. You no, can't it's put not a very good quality one. It's like when they bring out Cluedo or Monopoly or whatever as more small board games. Hasbro tend to do it with a little bit of more class. What was that one I got for you, which was a, a mini Cluedo, which was all like yeah. a moulded... But it looked like a suitcase, yeah. didn't yeah. it? It was fucking great, that. Yeah. Okay, last item. You're right. Cheap, nasty, that last one. Okay, item number five. Any of these might but be then, zero. All right, think about it this way, just to go on that last, that last thing a bit, right? Think about it. If you want a cheap, dirt board game, it's all there. It's just made of lower quality bits. You'd buy that in WH Smith for the kids when you're on a long train journey, wouldn't you? Yeah, car journey, train journey, plane, whatever. But However... Kind of- why would you get them that to play? It's dist- Why not get them fucking Game of Life? It's distasteful, the way it's sort of... Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, oh, isn't it terrible how we're all wage slaves and we all toil away and then we never have enough money? Let's make a fun board game about the drudgery of life. Yeah. Right, here's the last one. You're going to love this one. London Architecture Book. I opened it up in the middle and just out of nowhere, Trellis Tower. <laughs> Where's that then? Where's Trellis Tower? Well, it's by Kilburn, isn't it? Is in knitting he- knitting hell, is it? Tre- tre- what did I say? Trellis? Trellic. Trellic Tower, yeah. <laughs> right, Trellic Tower, anyway. Get it right, mate. It's near Kilburn. It's not. It's in, in Notting Hill. Is it? Yes. Why do I see it when I go through which Kil- is Which is nearer to Kilburn than here. You have to go through Kilburn to get there. Yeah. Right, so I'm not too far off. But it's not in Kilburn. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> anyway. It's a, everything wrong. It's a book about fucking architecture. Architecture. Uh, yes, a lot of these buildings I, I uh... architecture. architecture. Oh, this is quite good. Architecture, 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 architecture. I was saying architecture, architecture, architecture. Hello, I'm architecture. Hello, I'm architecture. No, I am. <gasps> Paul, can I have a character? Nah, please? not this week. You've you've overdone yours. I have not. I have a. Every time we do a narrative episode, it's like you talking for seventy-five right. minutes, Fair and enough. I go, "I'm Lady Flaps," and that's it. I want well, more there's characters a lot coming up for Lady Flaps. <laughs> Etc. Whitechapel Art Gallery. Oh yeah, the wedding. Oh, we we uh, the wedding's happening in September. Yeah, yeah. Have you been invited? Well, no one's said anything to me. I got an invite. It's a plus one, so you can come with me. Everyone's going to be there apparently. Why or, am I ev- the plus everyone... one? Am I your plus one? Yeah. Well, did you get an invite? No. Well, then you're my plus one. Okay. Okay. Everyone's going to be there. All the cheap show characters. Everyone. It's going to be nice. This is quite a good reference book. A lot of buildings in here. Arnest Grove Understand Underground Station. Understandation. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's great. That's one of my favourite places. Your mouth. Get it right, Paul. <laughs> Get it right. Oh, zippy bundle. Why do you do the actual zippy hands? I don't when know. I, when you do my voice, I don't know. It's great. I just wish he was Rudolph zippy. Rudolph Steiner House. Yeah. I went to a Steiner school. I know that building. I went to a Steiner school. I'm a special boy. What's this right, former Lex garage? Where's that? Come on, mate. Price, price me, price it. Am I going first with this one? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. 150. Haywood Gallery. That's also brutalist. Boy. Yeah. Nice. 150. 150, I mm. say for that. I'm going to say 125. Well, then write that down and we can lock these prices in. Okay. 150, say I. 
125, say Eli. I say more. What did I say? 125. Okay. It is now time for the prices to be revealed. But before we do, we have to pick one of our items off our prices that we have to take out as a free purchase. Which one of those was a free purchase? So what do we have? We have the giant playing cards. Jumbo cards, Bally card game, Cyclone puzzle, Payday travel game, London architecture book. One of those was a free item. Who guesses first? Who guessed the price first? Last, me. So you can guess which one is free this time. I think that the Payday... Payday is free. Yes, because I think it's been rendered unplayable by the state of the board. And I think for that reason, they said, oh, we'll just give it away. Uh, So I'm saying free item. I'm going to say... The free item was the jumbo playing cards. That's what I'm okay. going to say. So can you put that a would have been my second that? choice there? Yeah, because they're all right. But I think I might get. A, do I get betweens? I get two betweens. Let's. It doesn't say actually what you get for but a wild card. Because it'd be the exact. That'd be the same price, wouldn't it? That'd be the exact yeah, right so, okay, price. So, so two betweens for guessing the wild card. You know, card. we think of through the logic. No, I'm you know, definitely on your board with this. I'm definitely on your way. All right, I've noted our guesses for free items here. Right. On the pad. Okay, Eli. The first one, jumbo playing cards. I said free. I've changed that now to free. Yeah. yeah. Or. I will say the price in case it's not free. I want to get the betweens for that. You see what I'm saying? You don't get the betweens for that. They haven't made this clear, have they? They haven't really thought about this full stop. I've <laughs> said a price. However, if it's free and I've said free, I'll get two betweens. However, if it isn't free and there's a price, if my price is spot on, shouldn't I still get the between? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Re- it doesn't seem fair. It. That doesn't seem fair because you've already committed to it being no money. A free purchase, as you say. So if, I, so if we... Oh, we... I have started saying free purchase. Yeah. See, uh, it's catching on. <laughs> now, <laughs> hey. however, yeah. to mitigate that thought, yeah. I like betwings. I like people I like getting them. them. I don't mind if it's me or They're you. They're fulfilling and so nutritious. There's more chances for betwings if we get it wrong on the free guess, we still get to have a guess. How about this then? Because we've given, we've done the work, we've made the guess, yeah. so we might as well get betwings. Betwings either way. Yeah. So, okay, right. we're in agreement. Okay, so yeah. I said... Free or, or what? One pound twenty-five. Uh, <laughs> don't I, try to do, I wasn't trying to do a fart. My leg muscles was aching, and I was oh, stretching my leg. Really? Yeah, because I was getting it cramp in that so leg. It looked so much like you were trying it did. to raise. I promise your... you. Okay. Because actually, mate, if I'm being honest, if I let one go, I might push through a little brown uh, matter as well. So we're not going to do that today. Okay. Prices, one fifty. Oh, what? What did you say? Just say them again. You said. Yeah. Free, but you said one pound twenty-five. That was your guess. It's not free, yeah. And you said seventy-five p for the giant playing cards. Fifty p. Ooh, I get a between. You do. Ooh, sweet, sweet between. Sweet, sweet, sweet between. I don't know why you said one pound twenty-five. I don't know. I, did I? Yeah. Did, hang on. No. Didn't I say seventy-five p? No, you did not, Paul. Oh, this no, sucks. Like, don't didn't. pay attention to me. Well, look, if you listen back whilst you're editing and you find that, I'll accept it. But I, uh, it's I'm, too late in the day. I have one between. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm liking this now. All right. Feels like I'm. So one between for Eli. Next item is the what? Barley card game. What the did you say? Barley card game. Uh, for that, I said one pound fifty, Paul. I think it's in that range. Okay, and I said ninety p. Okay, so that's where I think it went. Uh, the price was fifty p. Ooh. So no betweens either or. Zero betweens there. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Cyclone puzzle. You said £1.75. Yeah. And I went for two. Two on the nose for me there. Uh, £1. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Ooh. I'm going to... It looks like I'm going to get a big win. I bet that's the free item now that that's not. Payday I, travel game. You what did s- you say? You said two. Yeah. I said free. It was or- free. Yes! 
So that's two for twings realised. I'm on three for twings up. You're doing well. Baby. And I'm donutting the bitch to hell. <laughs> you are. London Architecture Book. Uh, you said £1.50 and yeah. I said £1.25. Can you retrieve a between? No, but you can. It was one quid. Bang! Four for Eli, zero for Paul. Woo! I'm back in the game, baby. Well done, Mr. Silverman. Thank you. I'm going to give you now four betwings. <coughs> Petwing. 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 Thank you very much. And I thank hope you, you Karen. enjoy them. Good items, Karen and Adam. I'm... Nice shite. Uh, what was your favourite item, you think? Can I say none of them? Yes, you can. But None it... of them? <laughs> you can say that, but no one likes you when you say things like that. A payday is not a board game that's ever enticed me into its world. And you ha- and it was free because of those reasons. So good you logic think that was the wins. reason it was free? She doesn't say. Logic wins. She doesn't actually say why it was free. It must be because it's damaged. That's why that's why you get a discount in this game. Maybe either way, well done, Karen. Well done, you. It was well Karen done, Adam. and Adam. Adam and Karen. And Adam. I don't like the fact that they've got too many ass sound vowels in their name. It well, puts me off. They can't make choices like that. You well, don't they decide. should not be together. Find someone else to be with who doesn't have share a vowel sounding name. Or can like Adam what? change what's his a, name to Scott? What is a non-vowel Karen and sound? Scott. Karen and Scott is great. Karen and Adam is... I can't even say it. Karen and Adam. It's just an effort. You've really been off the boil this week, Paul. No, I know I say true. that a lot, but it's God. It's not true. It's not true. I've been off the ball for about seven years. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, I, well, that's nice. A little win for me. An update, everyone. I did do a fart in the end, and I'm choking on it. So we're going to oh, wrap this up. Don't don't make me look for it, man. Mate, I'm not going to push it your way. I'm trying to keep the breeze going this direction. All I will say is, it's slightly chocolatey, which I don't quite understand. I don't know how you do a chocolatey boff. You know how you do a chocolatey boff? What? You scoff a lot of chocolate off. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolatey boff, chocolatey boff, chocolatey boff, chocolatey boff. I've scoffed the chocolate off, but I've done a chocolatey boff. Chocolatey boff. Shut up. Well, that's it, Paul. We're at the end of another episode for another week. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Cheap Show, everybody. If you need to contact us, send us stuff or look at things, pictures and stuff, anything. It's your one-stop shop for all things Cheap Show is cheapshow.com. No, it's not cheapshow.com. I, did I... The cheapshow.co.uk. <laughs> Eight fucking years. <laughs> Just sh- take that again. Your one-stop shop is cheapshow.show. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Seriously. I give you the one moment to just pretend you're somewhat fucking semi-professional. I did sound all right up till then. Everything you want, links to social media, our web pages for dedicated pages for each episode with pictures and sometimes videos, links to this, that and all the others, thecheapshow.co.uk. Chocolateyboff.com. Have you... What? I can't fucking believe this. What? Have you not seen this? Someone just sent me a link on fucking Twitter or X. What? Thrift Pod. Have you heard of this? What? Listen to this. What? Every week, Saul and Levi go through the charity shops and look for the best in the worst. What? With a strange cast of characters and produced by Brandowski Podcasts, Thrift Pod is a unique and original comedy idea mixing surrealism and scatology as they investigate charity shops around the world. Well, that sounds what like... the fuck? Who's this? It's just probably some kind of AI rip-off thing. No, 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 it's good. It's, it's been mentioned in Pod Bible. It's been fucking mentioned Apple New and Upcoming. Oh, how many episodes are there? Spotify have put up as new. Two or three, it's not new. that many. <sighs> 
with Arthur Point as guest. What? And what's all these fucking characters? Can't Count John, Don McNubbin. Yeah, they're all there. It's literally a knockoff of Cheap Show. But they're fucking getting they can't all do the, that. But they're getting all the fucking attention. Guardian's giving them a review. The Times says a vulgar but fun weekly exercise. More like this, please. I can't believe it. We never got a Times review. No, we've never had that. We've always been fucking ignored. Available on all good podcasts. Charting in the top 50 in the UK right now. Is Thirsty Phil in it as well? Uh, yeah, he was on last week, Thirsty Phil. Fuck's sake. And his Fizzy Pop Brigade. Oh. Mate, we're going to have to check this fucking out. When did this start? Two, yeah, only two weeks ago. Well, well we can't nothing... tell Brandoff and fucking Jimmy Biscuits about this now. They're all fucking in the wind because of what happened at Red Knob Day. I think they just went back to the... Uh... Roundabout. Yeah. I think they're all of the fucking roundabouts. They're all, they've, built, they've extended that roundabout vertically. And they've built a big fence around it There's as a well. Big, yeah, with like a barbed wire. You Weird. can't get in there anymore. I can't get in. Well, I don't know what to do now. Well, let's just... That's really bummed me out. Well, we just have to distinguish ourselves. They're better than us. What's their Patreon? You can't see how much their Patreon is, can you? No, it doesn't have Patreon, but they are funded by Brandowski Industries. They've got advertising from, like, Lego. don't understand. And they've got advertising from Coke, Casper Mattresses. They're doing adverts for that. Tenor Men? Yeah, Tenor Men. We never got any of that money. What are we going to do? Mate, this could be a fucking problem for us if they end up we've taking our and... space. We've got the wedding. Maybe we just hype the wedding. You know, people love weddings. Yeah, people love a wedding. We'll hype the wedding. But I'm not going to tell Brandoff about this because he'll go fucking mad. You have to invite him to the wedding. Right, well, fucking bollocks then. Bollocks. There's no thrift show can suck a chode. Suck it. Suck it down. They can suck my tube of fucking sphincters. <laughs> Pringles. Chew the Pringles. <laughs> Chub of Pringles. Chew the Pringles. I know, I'm Chew the Pringles. And I am Chodney Hoffboff. <laughs> we'll see. I'm Chocolatey Boffhole. I'm Chocolatey Boff. Oh, I've uh, got scuffy marks on my Boffhole. That's right, Eli. Let's keep the old gold going and that's what oh, gets scuffy, all scuffy these good reviews. on my Chuffy Hole. Oh, chuff, no. chuff, chuff. This is it for Cheap Show, mate. We're done for unless well, we can figure out a plan no, for No, I think this. we just, we rebrand. We can't rebrand. Eli's Mouth Madness Hour. We'll just call this podcast, I don't know. Doublier. Doublier? Yeah. Double dish, double dish, dub, dub, dub. You know what? We won't call it that. <laughs> we're going to just move swiftly Let's on. call it Double Dush Boys. No, we're not going to call our podcast the Double Dush Dush Boys. That's Be- even better, Double Dush Dush Boys. No, Double Dush Dush Boys sounds like more like an up your situation. Don't I'm be not- uncouth. Listen to Double Dush. Dush, dush. Don't be uncouth. Come into my booth. Hello, I've funked up your booth. Let's work this shop Let's workshop this. At, you know what? This is all over. This is this the is worst not, episode this is, we've ever done. No, we they can't say no, that I anymore. We're is. not allowed to say that I anymore. I think it is, though. It's mostly maybe our most mediocre, oh. but sometimes they can I all be gold. I've just been unwell the whole way through the episode, slightly damp and just underperforming. And let's all just remember that I completely slapped Paul down with four clear petwings in the lead, and he got the donut. The donut which he can stick his finger into. Yeah, double douche your the donut. Flesh donut. I'm gonna double douche your donut. Double douche my flesh donut. Double douche my flesh donut. And it's pink and it's stink and it's brown and it's round. It's a double dish dush bug ponut. <laughs> you almost got it. Almost got it. <laughs> double dish dick. Oh, double douche dunk. Oh, double dish dick. No, we're done now here. We're done now here. Say goodbye. Dunk your dish in my bye double bye dish everyone. Bye everyone. Bye bye. Bye everyone though, really.